Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast from Snow- Snowmageddon, uh, Minneapolis. Thank you. It has for- a name. Yeah. Xanto. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. The what? storm has a name. Oh. Xanto. Xanto. X A N T O. It sounds uh, mysterious. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, an X I like in it? it. That's Jason Wygant. Uh, FlyRacing.com. Please check him out. Also brought to you by uh, Max's Tires and the folks at Alpine Stars. So, real quickly, we're in the lobby of a double tree here in Minneapolis. <laughs> yes. Xanto. Xanto is struck. Xantos is struck. A lot of people aren't getting out till tomorrow. This is Sunday as we do this. Uh, a lot of people aren't getting out till Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are having flights canceled. Wygant, you want, you're hoping to get out later tonight. I'm hoping to get out in about four hours. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm supposed to leave at 5 p.m. Obviously, this is about 12 hours after yeah. I was supposed to leave. Everybody was struggling. The snow was it, ridiculous it, yesterday. It was really bad. Yes. It, was, it was really bad. And uh, I'm supposed to go to L.A. for a hockey game. I can't make that. I'm just hoping to get home now. That's probably the only good thing to come out of this. Yeah. You don't get to go well, to the hockey game. That's if great. I do get stranded, there's a game tonight in Minnesota here with the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, come on. So I will be going to that if, if I don't get out today. Come on. So, uh, all right. So we're going to do a, a Fly Racing Racer X race review pod tomorrow if we all make it or whatever. Yeah. With JT. With, with JT. JT would be, he would, he could melt the snow with his tears if he were yeah. not on the race review pod. Yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. Um, how much he really loves doing podcasts. Yes. I, it's true. I wish I didn't have to do podcasts as much as I do. I have the equipment, though. Yeah. Okay, so um, so this is going to be more about the breaking news that dropped on um, Friday uh, in regards to Brock Tickle, and then uh, maybe we'll touch on a few things from the race. But uh, basically, number one thing that really shook the sport is the third rider, after James Stewart, after Kate Clayson, the third rider has been caught by the WADA program that we've implemented in Supercross. USADA is, is Nationals. Brock you, can Tickle, count, uh, you can count a fourth with the, the Moss brother. Which one? Jay? Jay? Both of them. Both, right? Both, yeah. Oh, both, yeah. Yeah, both. I mean, they're, yeah, they're down. pretty much done, too. Yeah. So that yeah. counts. Um, so Brock Tickle it came out. He's suspended. Provisionally suspended as of now by WADA for the testing of a... Uh, of a, of a Supplement or a, um, uh, a stimulant that I can't pronounce, Mexa Highline Five or something. So I don't know, but uh, this is the big deal. This is a, this is a huge deal. Brock's a factory rider, and honestly, it's a blow to the sport. And it, it's a lot of this is going to same going to sound the same as when James got caught. It's it seems excessive. Uh, now we talked to Alden Baker. Yeah. Uh, he was very nice to talk to us about the deal, and uh, you know he doesn't have a whole lot of information why again right now. He's they're into looking into it as well. But um, it was nothing. All, all of Alden's uh, substances, um, powders, uh, pills, or whatever, are all cleared by by WADA. Not a problem on that program. So Brock, yeah, he told us he has someone in Florida who's worked with Olympians or something. Yeah. So when he comes up with something, yeah. he brings it to them and has them check it out. Right. I don't know if that actually means like a laboratory test. From what I've read, yeah. it probably doesn't because that's unbelievably expensive and difficult. But I guess he just gives, hey, you're the expert. You look at the ingredients. Yeah. You tell me if it's cool. If, so yeah, as far so, as he knows, everything he's yeah. giving his guys should ever pop anybody. So yeah, so they're thinking that Brock ingested this uh, substance on his own, San Diego, back in the day. In San Diego, uh, Marv was tested and Anderson was tested also. Well, I guess, but then Anderson told me he's not been tested at a race all year. Right? Yeah. He says he's been tested. We're Wow, we're already in the weeds on this. Okay. So Anderson <laughs> is on a couple of athletes each year get picked as like a random sample. We've heard, I think, Reed yeah. and Wyndham, for yeah, example. Yeah, 24-7 on monitoring. Yeah, and yeah. he says it did happen one time they showed up at a restaurant he was in because you've got to tell them everywhere you're going all the time they showed up at a restaurant they made him leave they took him to a hotel and they tested him in a hotel took him away from dinner Anderson so he hasn't been tested at a race he said he's been tested this way yeah other people were certainly tested in San Diego Diego. for sure 
sure. Yeah. Now, um, so the, once I again, they yeah, I assume they passed. Um, there's a list of, of, of tested athletes uh, out there. I saw it. Um, from San Diego, though? No, from uh, all the yes. years. All year. Yeah. Yes. We yeah. found when Clayson got caught, we found all the guys who did not yeah. from that race. Yeah. But I haven't seen the dudes that did not fail in San Diego yet. So I'm assuming no news means they haven't been caught. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. So once again, we're left without a really good rider. Brock's a factory rider and, and done really well. And, and we're left without this. And it's definitely a blow to KTM. It's a blow to Brock. It's a blow to the sport, really. I just... I, I don't want, I want drug testing. I don't want these penalties, yeah. though. I don't, I don't want these penalties. And I don't want the sort of the muddiness from WADA and FIM, more FIM than WADA, yeah. to come into this. I mean, I've dealt with Cade. I've done an interview with Racer X with him yep. a little while ago. Uh, he's, a, he's a decent friend of mine, so we've had a lot of off-the-record conversations, and it just sounds like a nightmare what he's going through. And so I ask, is this worth it? Yeah, and uh, right now we don't know what the penalty is going to be, but I think we all know it's not like they're going to resolve this within a week or two. Okay, it's going on a year. Yeah. James missed 16 months? Uh, yeah, 18, but it became 16 because they like they dropped it back because okay, yeah. he already had served sometimes. Right. Yeah. So that's we're, that's the two minimums that we've seen so far. Yeah, and we know that in general it's supposed to be a four-year ban, mm-hmm. but we don't want to go there yet because that's a full suspension. This is a provisional deal, so yep. we don't want to start sounding the four-year thing yet. Yeah. Uh, but the point is, what we do know is this is not going to be resolved quickly. No, uh, no. So yeah, when you say it's a blow to the sport, it's because Brock is going to miss a lot of time no matter what. Yeah. It could be a month, it could be two yeah. months, it could be four years. But yeah. it's, his, he's really screwed right now. Yeah. yeah. Now, the B sample hasn't been tested. They're going to do that. Yeah. I like the appeal. odds for B sample to be come back positive. <laughs> yes. And, you know, from people close to Brock, uh, he has no idea what it was and what he took. And that's almost worse, Wygan. It probably is worse. It's not almost. It's worse than knowing, hey, I tried this new energy bar. I tried this energy drink. Right. And, and not energy like Monster, but I mean like an energy uh, boost or something. And I tried that, and it came up that way. It, this is almost worse. Or yeah. Worse. We don't have much information. We talked to Alden for, I don't know, a half hour or so. There's the one thing we can say. Anyone that's talked to Brock, Brock has said, look, man, I didn't do anything different. Yep. So we, you know, when we first heard about this, say, Friday afternoon, we thought maybe he did try something different. Maybe he took some energy bar or cliff bar or yep. something and it had something yep. in it. Brock has at least denied that happening. So now the plot thickens as to Alden is everything his guys take looked into. Brock didn't take anything that wasn't on Alden's list. So how does this happen? And to really close the net further... Alden says he doesn't know anything about this uh, ingredient, so he did the same Google searching yeah. that the rest of us did. Right. And one thing he found is that it doesn't stay in your system long. So no, I didn't ne- find that in my Me research. Okay. I did not find that either. Right. I did find one article that said that the effects, you know, if you get any energy out of this, and most people are equating it to, like, taking coffee, bro. Yeah, yeah. The effects don't last that long. Right. So if you were going to take it for a performance reason, you're going to take yeah. it the day of competition. Yeah. Now, Alden's saying it wouldn't be detectable for long, mm-hmm. which means that if Brock did take something, it would have had to been taken that day or that weekend. Yeah. I didn't find that either. But I do... We like Alden. We get along with Alden. But I'm going to say this part is a little weird. It seems weird to me that even he is resorting to Google searches. He doesn't name anybody. 
that he can call? Well, to be fair, it dropped Thursday, and this was Friday at the race. Brock came to Minneapolis. Yeah. Turned around and went home. Right. Because um, he had press day. But yeah. uh, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he hasn't had fully g- called anybody. But I would think right. this week he's calling people. And but Yeah, maybe. But the, it is the, all day the, Friday the, that he's just resorting to Google search. It seems a little weird to me okay. because that is your job, but whatever. Okay. They, you're right. There hasn't but been much time yet. The plot thickens a little bit with okay. an interview that you did. Yeah. Is it up yet? Uh, no, it'll, it'll be, be up, up probably by the time. Yeah, okay. So, night, yeah. Jason Anderson, uh, amazingly, stuck around to do interviews. He never usually does. And he stuck around for half an hour yesterday to talk to a lot of people. Not, yeah. me, not me, but a lot of people. Yeah, which is, uh, uh, Vital, good job, Transworld, yeah. French dudes. Good job yeah. for him mm-hmm. for doing that. Yep. And, and he told you. So. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody was just interviewing because, hey, he's the points leader to yeah. talk about the race. But while we're at it, hey, might as well ask about the tickle thing. He's obviously close to it because they both train with uh, Baker. And, uh, yeah, so Alden was pretty clear that he's like, everything I have is tested, and we don't do much because it's just scary. So you try yeah. to cut back on the yeah. supplements as much as possible yeah. to prevent this type of thing from happening. And Anderson's like, hey, I like Brock. He's a great dude. I don't believe he would ever do anything to cheat. It sucks that he has to go through this. This is sad. This is terrible. Uh, yeah, he takes his supplements, stuff that he gets at GNC, but we're all looking for something. <laughs> you know. And I don't think he meant as a, a way too cheap, but I think no. he meant, you know, you're yeah. an athlete. You're yeah. trying to perform yeah, yeah. better. And that was like full break stop. Uh, it's like, wow, that's like, not, you know. It's not the way Alden kind of explained Alden it. Alden made it sound like it was a very structured program. Here's what you take, and that is it. Yeah. We know this is safe. I'll Jason not Anderson, use the word GNC. <laughs> Jason Anderson drops the word GNC as if Brock's <laughs> just showing up at the store and, being and, like, and, hey, bro, what if, do you got? If, if, yeah, if anything you want, if anybody wants to look into it, there's a lot of unregulation with that kind of over-the-counter stuff that, that yeah. you know, a lot of athletes have been busted with that. A lot yeah. of, it's, it's not a, there's so many products out there marketed to muscle mass and energy boost and, oh, yeah. you know, and, and ripped, ripped, jacked, jacked, all that. Yeah. yeah. You got to be really careful. Yes. So when Anderson said that, that's like, whoa. Yeah, because some of the things I've read about this unpronounceable thing, it's very easy for people on the outside to say, hey, man, you got to know what's in your body. But yeah. because of the ingredient and nutrition regulations on these supplements being so unwatched, unguarded, it's harder. That's easier said than done. It's yeah. very difficult to actually know yeah. what's really in these Think about these things. privateer guys. Oh, the dude. Yeah. Think about the Antignaps or Nick Schmitz yeah. or Devin Rapers or whatever. and then they're... They have no clue. Right. Basically, they have to do not Like, don't ever take any, yeah. anything, yeah. Uh, any sort of supplement. Uh, just as an example... I'll show you how complicated it is to find this. In that press release from the FIM, it has numbers in it. It's like four metha two amine. Yeah. You can't really find anything with the number five in it. You can find things with the number four in it. Yep. You can find things without numbers. At I all. resorted to not using the number five yes. on my searching. I just yeah. yeah. And in addition, somehow with those numbers, it is somehow sometimes referred to by an acronym. DMAA. So you might be trying to make sure that mexahiamine isn't on yep. the ingredient list, yep. but what you're not looking for is DMAA, which you would never think that those are the same things. Yep. So I'm just giving you an example yep. of how, and these are from other sports, how some athletes have been caught because it's a lot harder than you think of like, hey, yep. I'm not allowed to have um, carbs, and it's pretty easy to figure out what foods are low carb yeah. or no carb. Yep. This is way more complicated than that. But Brock says he didn't do anything different. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the word we're getting is Brock has no idea. 
idea what, what happened, where it came right. from, or anything else. Yeah. And, 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 and that's what we're hearing. And it's so the bottom line is Brock Tickle is not going to be racing for a long time. And another information we got from, from a source was that the Red Bull KTM riders have penalties in their contracts yeah. for this type of uh, if you test positive, you have to give them a year's salary. Yeah. Back. 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 So this is huge for Brock Tickle. All of this is just massive. He's going to meet with some KTM lawyers, obviously, and see what see what the next step is. Um, and you know why, Gant? Through all of this, mm-hmm. um, I think you and I, and there's a lot of morons out there on the internet, but I think you and I are giving Alden Baker and Brock Tickle the benefit of the doubt. And, and you know, that this was incidental and there was some sort of weird ingredient. The fact remains, or the, the, the other side of this, why, Gant, mm-hmm. is, and I don't believe this, and I'm giving all of this to these people the benefit of the doubt, but the fact is that perhaps they got caught cheating. Perhaps. That you have to account the, the, for that. that. You have to account for that. You're right. We are only going to get one side of facts on this. We're never going to know. Yes. Um, yep. But there is that percent chance of whatever it is that they actually were cheating with some sort of ingredient, and it went longer in the system than they thought or shorter. And again, I don't. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I really don't believe so. Look, looking at what 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 this ingredient does, but hey, there is that. Yeah, we would be cheese ball if we just took. An athlete has now failed an anti-doping test. Yeah. And to just say unequivocally, 100%, that test is garbage. And there's no chance in hell <laughs> right. that there was an attempt to cheat whatsoever yeah. no. when you fail a test that's designed to catch cheaters. Right. So we're going we're gonna to be on Brock's side. <clears throat> we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But there is a chance. Yeah, it doesn't seem like this, right. this substance would super help you. Well, that is the that if there's probably one thing that would make you think that this was not done on purpose to cheat, it's that anything you read about the benefits of this are so minor, and the penalty, and that was one of the main things that Alden was saying. The penalty is so severe. Yeah. Why would you ever risk it? And further, yeah. if you're going to risk it, why would you risk it in something where the benefits are virtually and, nil? And uh, Brock Tickle's not exactly been killing it. He didn't exactly kill it you in San Diego. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, again, that just for people who are saying, oh, these guys are just bought and paid for, there's a chance that they really got busted. Um, yes, there is a chance they got busted, but we have a few reasons to think that this wasn't an on-purpose deal. Yeah. A, because he didn't pick the gnarliest thing ever. Right. And, yeah, hey, for whatever it's worth, he didn't go out there and dominate in now, San Diego. Now, we know that it's muddy when you talk about dirt bike racing results. Yeah. It's not like you can go out there. If you didn't care about a PED test and you just shot yourself up with the gnarliest roids, HGH, and EPO you could get doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win anyway. So we have to be really careful to equate Brock didn't kill it that night, so he mustn't have been cheating. Yeah, because we don't yeah, yeah. have proof that yeah. PEDs make right. that level. But I'm of saying difference. like the yeah. we know he's new to the Alden Baker program, and it's not like Brock Tickle has taken this enormous leap no. with this supposed illegal program of Alden right, Baker. Right, you exactly. know what I mean? Brock is Brock is Brock. Brock has been Brock. Brock's gonna Brock. Brock's gonna Brock. So yeah. um, you know there is that. Like mm-hmm. there, it's not like uh, Brock's you know didn't take the Zach Osborne leap that we thought he might. No. Um, nope. But okay. Okay, so back to um, uh, certainly talking to Alden a little bit. There's a lot of um, uh, muddled waters with the FIM, and I know this from talking to Clayson. It seems like the FIM guys are absolutely out to lunch on this, and and they're not helping at all. There's people that Alden said that they don't want people at the FIM Alden talked to that are like, don't put my name on this record. I'm not trying. Like he, Alden's asking for help, 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 and they are just running away from this already and I know from talking to Clayson they 
he's been getting nowhere. He's been getting no answers. He's been getting nothing as far as what he wants to. When can he race a dirt bike again? And you know, and again, I'm going off Clayson's word, so things could be totally different. But it seems like Clayson sent a TUE in. It didn't get approved. It got sent back to him. He had to get more background information from his doctors, and then he resubmitted the TUE after they got more background information they wanted. He never heard anything, uh, but it was not approved, and he failed. And here he is again. And and not only that, why again? But the FIM and and WADA was very upset at that interview. Kate said that he gave to me for Racer X uh, six months ago. <laughs> a guy is putting his hand up and trying to find out what when he can race again and go go through all the proper things to race, and they are just not helping. And early on in this tickle case, this sounds exactly like that with these guys. Not helpful. Not helping. Not wanting to get the athletes straight. And, and that's what pisses me off more than anything. We asked for this. We want drug testing, and we got something that we don't need or, or, or want at all. It's, it's like going for the... It's like, hey, you're going to go to the store to buy a, um, a love seat, and then you end up with a massive sectional that you never wanted. It doesn't can't fit. even fit. It doesn't in even your fit apartment. in your apartment. Yeah. 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 It doesn't even fit in your apartment. That's, that's what we got with this, in my opinion. It's a joke. We cannot, like you said, definitively come down on either side of the argument that Brock has been railroaded and he's totally innocent. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Again, we're more on his side than not, but we cannot come down for sure as far as the guilty, not guilty part. But I think everybody can agree 100% definitively that this whole process needs to work a little bit better. Now, you can the penalties being too harsh is probably a gnarly issue as well, but I'm literally saying for sure you have to agree that they need to do a better job Just be communicating like, and helping these athletes through this process. Absolutely. Yes. And, and, you know, James didn't get very far with it either. No, um, and, and doors were just being shut. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and I got a feeling Tickle is is going to be going through the same things. And, and we'll never really know how long his penalty is. And, and he will never know. So he can't even say to a team, hey, I'll be back 2019 outdoors or whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, yep. And by the way, um, we should let people know there's rumors going around the pits that he was going to be able to ride outdoors. He's not going to ride outdoors. No, he's not. It's, it's USADA. It's not WADA. It's not yep. the FIM. Yep. But it's they respect each other's rulings, USADA and WADA. And so Brock is not going to be able to just jump in the outdoors. Yeah, because look, we know for sure by May 20-some when Hangtown rolls around, Brock's not going to know what the final ruling on no, this is. No, no. So at that point, when things are technically still up in the air, you are not going to tempt fate yep. and basically give them the middle finger and go racing in another series. Yep. Now, yeah, you mentioned the muddied waters there where uh, the FIM Monster Energy NFIM World Championship Series uses WADA, the World Anti-Doping Association, whereas the Nationals run USADA, which is a similar group, the United States Anti-Doping. One fundamental difference I've noticed with them is when USADA came into the Nationals, this is probably five years ago, they had people come to the race. They said, our main goal is to help you. Yes, we are running tests that could potentially catch you, but our real goal is to help you as an athlete learn what you're taking, learn how to do it right, and learn how to not accidentally get caught. And I know they've handed out cards and they have 1-800 hotlines that you can call. And this doesn't happen much, but in the few examples where people have needed to get a hold of them in advance, for example, it's worked out pretty well. They've been pretty responsive. Yeah. So I think that's all anyone can ask for. If you fail a test, yes, you can expect to get in trouble. If you're cheating, yes, you can expect to get in trouble. But I think it is fair for the athlete to say, can you just help us at all? For example, I think USADA would answer the phone and be like, oh, this substance you're caught with, here's yeah. some things that it's found in. Yeah. 
this situation with yeah. WADA, they're not getting that help. Like, hey, well, because you got to go through the FIM. It sounds like WADA doesn't yeah, care that what makes you have it to say. Worse. You have to go through the FIM. And yeah, where Annex Sports says, here's USADA's number. You call right. them, dude. Yeah. We're out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. FIM for some reason wants to siphon it through them and, first. And another thing we found out is FIM finds its athletes one hundred thousand dollars if they don't go to their season-ending awards banquet. Oh my god, that's insane. It's so stupid. Yes, they just have so the nads. What I what I always keep asking, and I ask the powers that be at Supercars, it's like. We have a, we had a big promoter war, early two thousands, and AMA split off from MX from uh, Feld Clear Channel. I don't know. At the the yeah, what uh, is Feld now? The previous owners of Supercross at that time. So they split off, and AMA and Jam Sports came up with a Supercross schedule, and and so they were going Supercross racing. Uh, uh, to be completely accurate, it was the other way around. The AMA and promoter contract was up. The AMA yeah. actually did the breaking away. No, the I, AMA no, no, said we're done with you. Yeah, they couldn't come to an agreement. Yeah, they yeah, AMA. Did I say that? I think you made it sound more like the promoter wanted to leave the AMA. No, it was no. definitely they the couldn't AMA come to an agreement. To leave the promoter. They couldn't come to a new agreement. AMA said, "You're out. We could. We, we don't agree to your terms. We're, yeah. we're hiring Jam Sports. Yes, and we're running our own series. Yep. And there was a series announced and everything. And the folks from Clear Channel went, "Oh no, no, no! You're not doing that." And smartly, in it a was nice, a brilliant, in a nice, move. brilliant yes. political yep. move, they over they went around the AMA yep. to the FIM, who, mm-hmm. who who rules over the AMA ultimately, yep. and said. Uh, FIM, we want to partner with you to yeah. do a Supercross series. And and then they, FMI said, FIM said, sure, let's do that. And the OEMs and everybody went, oh, well, we got to go to the FIM. And AMA went, oh, checkmate, and yeah. we'll go back. And they made peace and life carried on. And Jam Sports, by the way, won a massive settlement in court for a, uh, a conflict of monopolization or something on Jam Sports. Uh, yeah, for basically, they claim, putting in the effort to begin their own Supercross yeah. series that was now no and, longer and, and allowed to blocking happen. blocking venues. Blocking venues was a big part of that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they yes. were blocking venues yes. from Jam Sports. So yep. That's another story that no one will talk about. But anyways, yeah, Google it if you want. The but, only way you would know is we covered it at the time, yeah. but that has been, I think, 2001, 2002. Yeah. So a long time I'm since anyone's talked about it. Yeah, so what happened was by joining the FIM, nice move, uh, Clear Channel, you now fall, fell under water uh, drug testing because the FIM needs drug testing in their series. Yeah. So we all now got it. Now, that was a four-year contract that's been continuously renewed since then. And I have asked over and over, why do we have FIM? For a while, we had AMA was making all the ruling in the 250 class, and FIM was making the ruling in the 450 class. Yes. No drug testing in 250s. It was a complete shit show for five years or so. Now, they've done a good job, streamlined it a little bit. John Gallagher, who is the FIM guy in, for North America, is still around, but there's more cooperation with everybody, and we're, we're more streamlined than we were back in those days. But I continue to ask, why the FIM. We don't need them. This is the AMA Supercross Series. It is the second biggest, or maybe the biggest, motorcycle racing series in the world. MotoGP, probably bigger. JT would say it would be. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. But. Well, I, well, I don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, okay. it could be. All it's right. either first or second. All right. Yeah, it's important. We, we don't need the FIM. We, we can use the AMA, and we can use a Supercross Series like we always had, and, and Feld can do a good job in promoting it and running it, and we're good. We don't need the FIM and their water, and then what we should do, in my opinion, is just go the NASCAR route and set up their own drug testing with their own 
penalties, four races, six, eight races for this, or whatever it is. Yeah. And, and then we go along. But it seems like we just, somebody high up at Feld really just keeps wanting to renew this FIM deal to call it a world championship, which nobody cares. I would think, honestly, and, that Oh, is, don't forget, we had two champions for a while. A world champion and a oh, super yeah, champion. Many it, side it, effects. It's just, it was a joke. And, yeah. but... I can't figure out why why again, but somehow we still need the FIM. Yeah, I would think it's because Supercross, whether it's the first or second on the motorcycle yeah. popularity. Right. Canadian moto is where? Uh, yeah, uh, top going for top twenties. Okay. Going for top twenties. Right. Clayson's still racing, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Clayson is able to race in Canada. Uh, yeah, of course. Right. right. Um, look, if you're the FIM, you probably wished for decades that you could become a part of Supercross. Yeah. Supercross really blew yeah. up. Yeah. It became the premier dirt bike championship, no doubt about it. And I would think if you're the FIM, there's no way in hell you're letting this go once you're in. So I don't know what the negotiations are every year, uh, but the FIM is not going to go past why, sand and leave Why would you write $1 towards the FIM if I'm if I'm felt? Why would you pay them $1? We have all the scoring. We have the rules. Yeah. AMA, with our AMA, we have yeah. ruling and scoring and referees, and, and we're all set up how we ran for decades. Now, you could... Another subtopic is the AMA, okay? Like, we're not going to get into that. Yeah. But technically, we have everything. So why write one... Yeah, to be one, able to run a race, yes. they could do it. Right, why write $1 to the FIM? And now we have these penalties that have robbed us of stew. Mm-hmm. Robbed us of stew. I, I, I know that hits very hard. It does. Yes. As far as you're concerned, throw away anything. <laughs> as long as it allows stew. To robbed us of stew. Yes. Uh, robbed us of Kate Clayson, and now Brock Tickle will be out for a while. And, and, and I, just, I just wonder why. I don't know why we need this. We need drug testing, but why do we need the FIM. Yeah, well, again, I think saying there's testing and saying you get caught if you mess up is fine. But we wouldn't be nearly as upset if people said, but the FIM is good. They're good to work with. They they, they help us. Yeah. They communicate with us. We spent, of the, say, 45 minutes we talked to Eldon, a disproportionate amount of time with him complaining about that part. Like, we wanted to talk more about Tickle and what he took and how this could happen, but he was so angry that he spent a whole Friday at the track talking to the few FIM officials that are there, and they basically said, what can we tell you? You failed the drug test. Yeah, nothing like, more we can tell you. And I know this from Kate, from, Kate, from talking to Kate. Yes. I, I, I 100% believe Eldon, because Kate is just at his wit's end, yeah, trying to figure that, this thing out. That's the part. If they, if they were involved and they were doing their part to help the athletes, yeah. not saying, hey, if you're guilty, we're going to find you innocent, but just saying, we'll give you all the tools we can to try to help yeah. you yeah. straighten this out, and if I, you found guilty, sorry. I 100% believe there needs to be drug testing, and I 100% yeah. believe that Brock Tickle needs to serve a suspension, but it's going to be a long time until we see Brock Tickle at the races, and that's wrong. Yeah, and uh, I believe he was given two business days, they said, to come up with his appeal, what he would appeal for, what is the reason for right, to right. You can't just say, I choose to appeal, you have to explain why. <laughs> yeah. Um, that camp is a little bit bummed even saying, man, really, you send us out on a Thursday night? Yeah. So the two business days we get are a Friday yeah. and a Monday. And apparently they knew Monday. Apparently Alden said that something was dated Monday. Oh, no way. But they didn't even tell them yeah, but until the, Thursday. Yeah, right. yeah. Like now they you, said, the samples were tested on this date in this factory, and I think it was Monday or oh, something. Wow. And then Thursday, yeah. and like Alden said, Friday's a, a, a travel, travel day. day, and Saturday is... Right. And, and, and So they basically are left with, out of the business days you have right. a week, Friday is the worst because it's... <laughs> 
essentially their travel day. Right. So they really have one day Monday right. to try to even appeal. And to give you people an even better idea is Jason Anderson has altitude sickness, and he's been dealing with this issue for a while. It has been certified by the Asterix team, by Jason's doctors. We saw him pull out of a race. He couldn't even race a few years ago at Lakewood. Mm-hmm. Um, he has to, the, the deal with the altitude sickness is either fly in the morning of the race, the less time you're exposed, the better, or uh, six days or something. Or, no, six or weeks. Six weeks, said, was that it? To acclimate yourself is what it would take. And six so weeks. Jason Anderson has a legitimate case of altitude sickness, and he needs some pills that are not legal, except in case of emergencies, which everyone is certified that Anderson needs this. This is not some sort of ploy yeah. to, to boost himself up. Yeah. And uh, Alden has been trying to go to FIM and, and trying to get some help, and what can we do? And they are not letting him take those pills. They are, they has to fly in the morning of Salt Lake City. He has to fly in the morning of Lakewood. Uh, their res- FIM's response to Alden, according to Baker, was he should go there six weeks before and get used to it. <laughs> that is their response to, your, to the athlete having a legitimate issue. You go there six weeks before. Like, what What are we doing? Like what? Yeah, and his point was, he goes, that shows a complete lack of bending or flexibility or knowledge or of the sport. Anything. Like, the Husky team can't just relocate yeah. for six weeks for one race. Yeah. And, and, and say, and, we're, we now set up in Salt Lake City. And like Alden said, too, like he, one of the uh, side effects is Alden, Anderson could pass out, which could endanger other riders. And, and everyone yeah. has signed off on this. Everyone from Anderson's doctors to Asterix, Alpine Stars yeah. doctors, to everybody has signed off that this is a legitimate case. And they are get, and they cannot get use for these pills. Yeah, the therapeutic use exemption, yeah. which is the same thing Clayson did not right. get. Same thing that Stu did not get. Right. They cannot yeah. get it. So they're and just trying just to give examples. We, so I, yeah, just yeah. why do we have these people? You know, so right. uh, it's real frustrating for Brock and for Red Bull KTM and for Baker, of course. Now, uh, we also hear that if you're a trainer, you have to sign in and sign up for some yeah. sort of... Yeah, you could be of, held liable, yeah. is what we've heard from a few other people. Now, we didn't know that when we first saw Alden on Saturday morning, so we didn't ask him about that, but several other people yeah. have verified, oh, yeah, man, I had to sign something this year yeah. that I'm right. connected to this. Um all right, so next stage two, what does Roger DeCosta do for outdoors, if anything? Yeah, and that is the complicated matrix we've talked about before of what do the sponsors want. But remember, this was a three-rider team just a year ago. They had Kennard and Dungey. They're both gone. It would seem a little weird that they would go down to a one-rider team and just be, that's fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would think they put someone on the bike. Yeah, exactly. So we're bordering on too soon on this. Yeah. I mean, I had people theorizing if Shane Mack would move up on Friday afternoon, and I'm like, seriously, bro? Like, seriously? There's this this ma- press release came out 45 minutes ago, and we're already asking what TLD rider moves up? There's a man from New York. Good 450 motocross results. Wait, Stu from New York? No, but Stu. Roger calling Stu. Roger calling Stu. Complete the circle. Complete the circle. He's never ridden for Roger. He's never ridden Roger KTM. Doesn't like him. Roger doesn't even like him. Doesn't even like He's him. He's a huge never non-fan. Never ridden KTM. <laughs> no. But. Red Bull. There's a Red Bull connection. There's a Red Bull connection. Um, Do it. Stew it. Stew it. What uh, would be a better way to stick it to a rider being penalized and suspended by the FIM and WADA yeah. than to bring in the original? Stu could do it for Brock. Yes. Brock can't be here. Mm-hmm. I can ride for yes. Brock. Yes, I've been through it. Yeah. I'm going and, and, to give and you, back. And you know Stu uh, giving back. and That's all. That's right always his thing. Yeah, and right he's, probably, right. he's probably ready. Uh, absolutely. He's ready. Absolutely. He's ready for two 30-some-minute motos. He, it'll, never come, it'll never be better. Um, <laughs> but maybe they've called Phil. Maybe they call Phil. Phil has nothing. Uh... What odds do you put here on a Sunday afternoon that 
some agent or rider or someone has already... 100%. Okay, thank you. 100%. Found Roger this weekend. Yes, yes. He said, hey, man, how's that all going? But anyway, I was wondering. (laughs) My response to Roger would be like, who? Brock who? Brock who? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, folks, it's a a real real bad situation. Um, Are there... Is it true that supposedly Dan Bentley was getting texts while Roxon was being carted off at Anaheim last year? I didn't hear that, but Dan said the next day. Oh, the next day. Yeah, the next day. Yeah, Dan said the next day. (laughs) Um, It's, it's, uh, yeah. So, anything else on this tickle matter before we touch on a couple other things? Uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. It's going to be a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, how old is Brock? 26. 27, yeah. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So, yep. he, if he misses a year, that's a huge deal for him. He may never get back on a factory bike or back, back to machine no, or anything, and, you know? And, and if this thing we've heard where you have to pay your salary back, yeah, which is just an additional incentive, I suppose, the teams are putting in there. Like, hey, man, this is a really big yeah. uh, mark on us, black eye on yeah. us. Yeah. So we're going to make it to yeah. not – there should be zero temptation whatsoever to ever even try this. I will say this. Mm-hmm. If there's one man who could – somehow make phone calls and turn this around and Brock is on the bike in a few weeks or at Hangtown, it's Roger DeCoster. You may remember Ricky Carmichael getting penalized like everybody else. This is a great point. Yes. But it never happened. Ricky yes. never lost any points. Now, the rule was dumb. Yeah. The rule was idiotic. Yep. The, the gas, the fuel rule. Yep. But however, five, six people got caught, maybe more, and did penalties and points. Yep. And, and they re- were just considered cheaters. And they were just considered cheaters yes. I was on the team uh, yeah Yamaha now you Ricky got caught for horsepower Ricky got caught yeah but yet it got turned around Roger made phone calls to the FIM. FIM yes he did Ricky never lost points yep and uh so if there's one man and I don't I don't think so and I doubt it I don't think it's gonna happen but right if you want to talk about one guy who can literally call anyone in motorcycle it's Roger DeCosta yeah I don't think it would quite work out in the sense that he could get Brock back on the track but I do think the one potential here is if this is ever going to get to the come on you guys got to do a better job and help us out a little bit yeah if there's ever going to be a movement or something to make that part yeah. work a little better unfortunately Cade Clayson isn't going to be the shoe that drops no that makes and no one was coming to Stu's defense no 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 very polarizing yes. I think we need to say yes uh, I, I mean, would have been there for you would have been there yes right. if you could have made those yeah. calls but, but I mean look there were people in those pits rubbing their hands together, pumped. Loving it. That Stu got in trouble. Loving it. Right. So, I think the only thing that Roger may, and I doubt, but could potentially yep. have an influence on is making this process work better and saying, look, man, you got to help yeah. us. This is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. One thing that makes it a little bit different is Carmichael was the points leader, was the GOAT established, blah, 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 at that time. If this were Anderson leading the points... I think it would be a little bit different because now it's just a terrible look all around. I see what you mean, yeah. 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 It's unfortunate. Yeah. It shouldn't matter yeah. what level results you're getting. Yeah. But Carmichael going out was like, now the guy who's leading the points, this is a disaster. This is an established champion and you're going to do well, hold this. Hold on a second though. Chad yeah. was leading the points when he got dinged. 
No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Oh, Chad was leading the points. Oh, not when Carmichael did. Oh, no, when Chad when, did. You're when, right. When Chad did. Yes. He was leading the points. He was leading he was, the points. He flew all his family in because he was going to clinch his Salt Lake. Yes, yes, Lost happen. the points. Clint had to clinch yes. in Vegas. So, yep. so, but, but again, he's Australian and whatever. He, and, well, he didn't have the coster. Yeah. Right. 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 So, so I think that's the difference. If 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 this were Ryan Dungey last year leading the points, yeah. an established champion leading the series, yeah. Dungey's guy or Rogers yeah. guy. Maybe that puts a little more heat on it. Because I hate to admit it, but it's so, it was so biased and so dumb that when Cowie got popped, which included Stu for yeah. bad fuel, yeah. when Yamaha got popped, including Reed for bad fuel, I literally... JT got caught. JT was one of them. Yep, yeah, JT yeah. got caught. The Subway, scuttlebutt Subway I basically guys. heard, because you know, people right now have their own conclusions on Tickle. They're not going to listen. They don't care. They already have their own ideas. So it's, when the fuel thing happened, they already had their own ideas. And I was literally in the pits all day at those races where this happened. People are like, oh, yeah. These brands got two strokes. They wanted more horsepower. They cheated. But as soon as Carmichael got caught, he would never cheat. Ricky yeah. Carmichael is a true champion. Yeah. It's Chad it's something on a WWF, yes. WWF skin. Yes. <laughs> Reed and Stewart, when they got popped for fuel... People can hear me. When they got caught for fuel, they did not get that benefit of the doubt. I don't, unfortunately, believe Brock Tickle is going to get that benefit yeah. of the doubt. I think only Ricky Carmichael would have ever gotten that extra bit of rope that he got. And by the way, that's an apples to oranges situation. So not looking. Yeah, good for no. Brock. I, listen, I, I, when I say this about DeCoster, I put a very, 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 very short. Yes. But if there's one man, it's, if it's there is Roger one DeCoster. man, he would be so, the one. Yes. Um, I just, I don't think we need FIM in the sport, and we certainly don't need these penalties. But we do need drug testing. That's what I think in my mind. I, I Absolutely agree that we need drug testing, but this is ridiculous. This is now four guys, um, three guys if you count American guys, um, but it's it's a joke. Um, okay, uh, touch on a couple other things. And we'll oh, do a okay. race review. <coughs> Cooper Webb broke his tibia. Oh, tibula. crap. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, he posted this morning uh, in the first main event. Uh, so Cooper oh. Webb will be out for a while, and you want to talk about this kid cannot get on a roll to get momentum going. This yeah. is now two years years yep. of this yep. for, for, for Cooper Webb with two podiums in Supercross? Yeah, two last year, none this year. and No, one this year then, then three. I think he got on the podium earlier this year. He did? I think so. Oh, yeah, Daytona. Yeah, yeah. yeah he got yeah. third in Daytona. So, so You're right. Three. But anyway, you got to feel for Cooper Webb, man. This is not 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 another good, good, good deal. Yeah, one of the things that makes this so difficult is that it's been so middle of the road, you, even he probably can't quite figure out where he's at. If he was doing absolutely terribly, at least you know there's a crisis. If he was killing it, at least you know he's good. He's been right in the middle. And then it's further muddled because last year when he got his first podium, he got hurt the very next weekend. Yep. And this year it looked like he was starting to come on, and then he got hurt. Was it his very next weekend again as a Daytona? Remember he missed a race with a shoulder? Oh, yeah. This no, year? that was before. Before Daytona, I think. Uh, I was after. Really? Yeah. I think he missed one race. Okay. Yeah. He came to... Yeah, just recently. He came yeah. to St. Louis? No, uh, he came to St. Louis and crashed out. Yeah, yep. did the yeah. one... Yeah. He was already hurt going Yeah, he was already in. hurt. Right, cartwheel. so that was yeah. right after Daytona. Right. So last year, he gets a podium, hurt the next weekend. This year, gets a podium, hurt the next weekend. Yeah. Now, we, so that what the point is, when he got that podium last year, or that podium this year, was that the sign of over the next five weeks, he was going to keep progressing and eventually finally battle for wins, and that got cut short? Or was that not going to happen? We don't know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. There's no it's, way anyone, Cooper, anyone yeah. around him, or his team or teams yep. that would like to sign him. How do you know how good he could be? Uh, 
also Kyle Peters apparently slipped on some ice oh. outside going to the truck. Apparently he's got a torn ACL. He started the heat race and then had no intentions of racing. He just pulled off the track, I'm guessing, to collect purse money. I don't know why else you would do that. Maybe just to see? I don't know. But it, Kyle Peters looks like he's right. going to be out. Again, yeah. Phil could step in there because Peters is supposed to step in for Jimmy D. But somehow JGR just keeps ignoring their their, their second best outdoor rider. So they might end up. Third is there a chance they just hire a replacement instead of just keeping Phil on the team? Could this happen? <clears throat> That'd be phenomenal. Phil, Phil must have caught been caught, you know, doing cocaine on Joe's desk or something. <laughs> I don't understand what these guys are doing. I keep meaning to ask Jay Bone what's going on. Okay. Uh, another injury. We heard that A Star Mule ran into Barsha's mechanic's oh leg God. and possibly have broke it. This is strange. I actually wanted to find Barsha all day. It was hard to find people in Minneapolis. Yeah. Some people were pitting in their trucks. You found Brayton, though. You found Brayton. I did found Brayton. I found Brayton, yes. Shockingly. So... I had given up. I tried for like two hours to figure out where Barsha was. And then lo and behold, I'm walking to go to the press box. He's out no ceremonies, and he rides into the tunnel right where I'm walking. So he gets off his bike because he has to push it to the yeah. tunnels. And I'm like, well, I guess I might as well talk to him. Yeah. So I have this whole combo with Barsha as he's pushing his bike. And then at the halfway point uh, around the stadium, his mechanic runs up, grabs the bike, and they walk away. And then the heat race, or sorry, the first main yeah, event yeah. that he couldn't compete in, yeah. what was that, 20 minutes later? Yeah, yeah. So somewhere between Barsha giving his mechanic the bike after opening ceremonies and his first race, yeah. this happened. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I know I asked Jimmy Perry if he needed me. I, if know, there was one man. He said he was down a mechanic, so that part was, like, all that was true. Yes. Fairity, we don't know. We heard broken legs. Well, I saw a picture. Knows. Shane Drew was oh. the mechanic on the line. Okay, yeah. yeah. So so we know the mechanic didn't make the race. They had uh, to pick and, another mechanic, and, and, yeah. Um, and I wasn't called. Because I said if there were one man. Yeah. A former factory Yamaha mechanic. Guy knows the machines inside and out. Oh, yeah. I mean, what's changed? Nothing. Between Ferry's 426 and now, are they about the same? <laughs> it was a 450, all right? I didn't oh, work 426 was, days. You no, I did. There? My first year was yeah, a 426. Okay, 426. That's right. Then it was a 450. <laughs> yeah, right, sorry. Oh, so yeah. YZ450F. Right. It's same bike. Same bike. I could have <laughs> yes. stepped in. I mean, yeah. he needs some jetting done. If they needed to wire that jetting. carbon, I could have told you the mounts car. on where yes. to wire that carbon, yep. the two mounts that we needed. <laughs> you know how to work out this, the rigidity of the steel frame? Yeah, no steel frame. Yeah, yeah. He'd be like, why is this cylinder backwards? Why is this backwards? What's going on here? So, uh, yeah, so it was a crazy kind of night. And, and you know yeah. what? And and uh, props to the fans. Still a lot of fans showed up, man. It was Snowmageddon. Mm-hmm. Z- what is it? Z- Zanto. Zanto was here. Zantomac. 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 <laughs> Struck. I wish I would have knew that when I interviewed Eli at the uh, Yeah, I saw it on the conference. TV this morning. Zanto yeah. continuing to dump snow. And it is still snowing. Yeah, I don't know if I'm getting out of here. My flight right now is delayed out of here. And you just oh. know that what's going to happen is just delay, delay, delay. Cancel. And cancel. So I could be in beautiful Minneapolis tonight. Anyways, um, uh, a lot of crowds still. So good job for people from Minnesota showing up, man. Building was loud, too. I mean, the crowd was good-sized. Yep. But when they cheered for Dungey coming out in opening ceremonies yep. and J-Mart winning... It was these NFL stadiums are well engineered now. It was disproportionately loud to how big the crowd looked, which means they've got these buildings acoustically engineered. Oh, really? Do you think amplify. so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They always say that. I mean, oh, literally, okay. that the building you were in last week in Seattle, even though it doesn't have a roof, was designed to amplify the noise created by the crowd to create oh, okay. a home field advantage for oh, the team. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you right, could, so. it almost feels piped in. It's yeah. Because they build the roof to to reverberate that oh, sound. Oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, going to do race review tomorrow, we hope. Uh, but what else we got? Anything else? 
Triple uh, Crown, which we're a fan of. Bring them, bring them on. Anderson doesn't like it. Tomac doesn't like it. Are we going to get JT mad if we talk about this too much? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Oh, but the fact that there was a Triple Crown champion. Yeah. Have you ever heard about this? No, and Eli hadn't known either. He did not? No. Did you ask? Yes. Okay. I said, congratulations, you got a trophy. Did you know anything about this? He's like, no, but trophy's cool. Yeah. Somehow, and we've talked about this before, how, why is it, what do they win? And we, we're all like, I don't know, they've never talked about it, they never did anything. Yeah. I seriously think someone this week made a phone call and was like, shit, we got to give a trophy. But there was a Triple Crown champion. Yeah, we had never heard about this. No. No. But somehow, that was a huge talking point, because we heard about it all oh my night God. long. Oh, my God. It was like, yes. lurch, and everyone was getting it piped in their ears. Yeah, so. hit that Triple Crown championship yeah. more. Now, is there a chance, because the regular championship continues to not be at play under the... I mean, as far as a title battle goes, last year you couldn't script it better. This yeah. year you couldn't script it worse. Yeah. Is there a chance that they were like, let's inject something since we're not getting uh, the actual championship battle we had hoped? I don't know. I mean, honestly, look, pessimistic Steve mm-hmm. here, give him a truck. Give him something. If you yeah. want to be a triple crown champion. Now, unfortunately, like, you know it what runs I mean? like, hollow because they kept saying who's going to win it and we're like, well, if you don't win anything besides a trophy, yeah, it and, doesn't and, really matter. And if we don't know anything about it until the final race of the series, yeah. you know, who cares? So, I, I don't know. Like, whatever. But, yeah, Eli got a trophy. Did you see the big screen? Uh, at first I thought, okay, and they're saying that Anderson and Tomac are tied because they each won one of the overalls. Tomac won the Anaheim Triple Crown. Anderson won the Atlanta one. But in the big screen, I swear they were showing points as if they were totaling up all mm-hmm. nine main events. No, no, it was not all. They did not do it that way? You know I what? I've seen the board I and think this they did. Ran, these yeah, I random think they did. numbers. It was like, 70 some points for yeah. Tomac. Yeah. And I'm like, what are these numbers? Yeah. yeah. So 70 some points would be it's six mains, probably. Or did they drop a main? Or. Well, you know no what? idea. No, you know what it could be? Was it, it just the points you scored overall? It, it, no, it could have been. That could have been including Minneapolis, how it stood in the main event for Minneapolis. Because that would make 70-some points, right? 26. Tomac got 26 for uh, A2. Oh, so saying like, if 20, it ended like this, he would get 26. and he. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? If you're going to do it, and I don't think they did it, add up all nine main events. That'd be pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. And give them something. I don't even care if it's five grand. Yeah. Just something that yeah. makes it. A truck. Toyota. A truck. Yeah, Give them a truck. Okay. You know? I don't know if they can just throw trucks out. I think I they start doing. I start. They, I think they stopped the trucks as soon as RV said, "I'm buying a Raptor. I'm trading it on a Raptor." I, I believe so. Have we ever seen another truck since then? We've not. When Ryan Villapoto said, "Hey, what do you think about winning a seat Trenda? Tundra? I'm going to trade it on a Raptor." <laughs> leave it to that asshole. To, to, to you know, to the worst possible thing. You, can you know? Say. Yeah. Not getting paid by Ford. Yeah. No, not, no, any, no, not a no, Ford athlete no, in any way, no, shape, or form. No. We'd rather so, yeah, spend we, his own money. So we've never seen a truck since. No, that probably didn't go over. Right. <laughs> so. in a Raptor. Uh, anyways, all right. Uh, Fly Racing, Racer X Podcast, presented by Maxxis Tires, uh, MXST Tire coming up soon, and Alpine Stars, whether it's the Tech 10 or Tech 7. Tech 7 is my boot of choice. And, of course, FlyRacing.com, always there. Uh, speaking of Fly Racing, Pike looked to have a sure podium in the bag until he crashed in that third uh, yeah, that was crown race. One of his crown. best races. Oh, you want to call him crowns? 
Crown it. Crown it. Crown it. Crown it. Crown it. Crown it. Uh, that was Pike's best ride, I feel like, in a no long crown. time. There is, no there is no crown. First three races of the year, Pike was really good. Got yeah. fifth in all three. Hasn't yeah. gotten in the top five since. But he was moving, man. He was in the mix. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else? I have uh, Alpine Stars Tech 7s also. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I love them. They're, they're a great boot. Yep. All right, everybody. So thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to do a race review tomorrow. We hope. It's Sunday today. We'll try to do one tomorrow. Pulp show tomorrow, too. Also, we hope. Um, so, yeah. Might be doing it all from right here at the Double Tree. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Free Brock.